0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right, we're uh, starting a few minutes late, Carano, today. But uh, I hope you'll, uh, excuse me, and you'll understand uh, my brother called. And, you know, when your brother calls, you do what you, what you got to do. It's family. Yep. Yes, and uh, last night uh, he was driving. I'm driving a little crazy. It was late. And there was, was a drifter, just a, just a guy on the side of the road. We don't know much about him. He clipped him. <laughs> and he was going to take off but he's you know he's a thoughtful he's a compassionate guy so he said uh, i can't just leave him here on the side of the road called me uh i grabbed my shovel uh he you know we met, met him. we just took a little uh, 100 100 yards into the woods dug a hole and, and buried the bum um but uh i mean i you might think that's inappropriate even criminal but you do what you got to do yeah for that was family, your brother. Right? that's your brother you got to family first yes. that's what i've been told family first yes. and when you do things for your brother it doesn't matter what it is the most important thing is family i saw that i mean i mean you see it did you see the movie adam sandler click it's kind of like of course uh, I did. it's yes. wonderful life yes. click family first family yes. first that's my motto family first and I mean, my my brother hasn't killed that many people, only a handful. And each and every time he does, he calls me. I mean, one time he wanted me to cut the body up, which was disgusting. But I had a saw and I'm a good brother and I'm a good family family guy. So I cut the body up and you know, we got rid of got rid of all the evidence. Um, no big deal. He's he was back at work today. No one's probably gonna miss the guy. He looked kind of like a a loser and a loner, so i mean it's it's what you do for family i
1: think if it's you're going to do this do. often though you should you should invest in a wood chipper though right make it maybe that's, that's,
0: that's not a bad idea not a bad idea i get you know i got kind of a small place in the city i don't have yeah. a, place, a room for a wood chipper i'm i'm i had to borrow the shovel from a, a friend and you know I, I didn't tell him what it was for because he's not family you just do this for family you don't do it for friends no. or for neighbors you do it for families what families for what, what what families are for what brothers are for you wouldn't do that for your sibling
1: i would absolutely if my sister went on some
0: sort of killing spree um i would
1: absolutely help her dig the graves for them yes
0: right and i mean i i I think that when i'm gonna watch uh like uh the jesse smollett story the two brothers that that, uh um beat him up um they 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 did what they had to do for each other they're brothers you got to keep that in mind when these things happen and i really don't understand all the uh, The joy that uh, people on the right, you know, people I generally agree with are are, uh, having right now because Chris Cuomo went down hard, down goes Fredo yesterday. If you missed it, and I don't know how you could, it was big, big news. Chris Cuomo was uh, put on indefinite suspension by CNN. Finally, Chris Cuomo has to uh, pay a price for all his... uh, misdeeds uh, many of them on behalf of his brother although uh, he did grab he did grab an ass or two himself he
1: did just- he he did get frisky I, you know what i laughed at was the cnn's uh statement was like we knew he did it we just didn't know he did it that badly
0: right right we, <laughs> okay. we, we, we didn't know uh, what was the term these how how uh, his involvement how deep his involvement was in helping his brother <laughs> they knew everything they obviously uh were hoping it would pass they were hoping these emails wouldn't go public again it's one of those cases where you know 20 30 years ago he'd have walked because they wouldn't have had this kind of documentation it's kind of like the laptop from hell we can get to that because i can't get a copy of that carano that's your new your new assignment you it, sold get your out? Copy.
1: it was on amazon sold yesterday. out
0: you can't get it till like late january wow. sold out which is good news for miranda Devine. i not did reach out to her
1: I, I found her email address and reached out to her i have not heard back yet but i'll keep trying yeah, i
0: sure. she's a busy lady Probably. she's everywhere and and she's actually been tweeting about how the uh, they're publishing more copies of, of paperback she said in a rush to get them out there i can't imagine you have this great uh book and it's Christmas time and people can't get it, Mm. that's got to be pretty frustrating. So she's trying, and I've read the excerpts, and I'll continue to read the excerpts in the post, but these are the things that, um, these are the good things about the uh, technology age. We have, it's much harder for criminals uh, when they, you know, write things down or type things or send things or text things, and I found it amazing that uh, Chris Cuomo was nailed to the wall because of this Attorney General's investigation when they released the emails, Chris Cuomo to, among others, Michelle DeRosa, the uh, assistant for uh, Andrew Cuomo. I mean, they had him. They had him nailed to the... He was he was done. He said he... Uh, what was the quote I gave yesterday? I got the goods on the wedding girl. You know, they were trying yeah. to get dirt. I got a lead on the wedding girl. They were trying to get dirt on one of the victims of Andrew Cuomo. He was using his job uh, position, his job to find uh, out the stuff on the victims so they could proceed to discredit destroy the victims that's pretty despicable and uh they they suspended him i'm not sure to be honest with the, if they'll fire him because you know who the last person cnn suspended indefinitely who was that uh he was sitting on the uh, at the desk with anderson cooper last night When Anderson Cooper announced the suspension of Chris Cuomo at the start of what would have been Chris Cuomo's show, 9 o'clock, Anderson Cooper had to do double duty. uh, And at 9 o'clock, he made the announcement, like 30 seconds, that CNN was suspending Chris Cuomo sitting right next to Anderson. Was one Jeffrey Tube Steak, Tubin <laughs> sitting there, and I, I I laughed out loud because he doesn't say anything initially. He has both, but he both both his hands clearly on the desk, yes, like knowing that the whole world was going to be mocking him for potentially, you know, giving reaching down and giving it a grab. But he uh, he he survived, which is amazing to me for two reasons. I, I can't think of anything sleazier, scummier than than pulling out your, your, your junk in a zoom meeting with colleagues, including females, prominent females. I mean, I think he's a kinky weirdo who got off on that and somehow thought he could just say, oops, I didn't mean it. And everyone would get over it. It went public. He got suspended. He didn't get fired. Now this was a legal analyst and obviously a scummy guy. We mentioned it yesterday, knocked up his colleague jeff greenfield's daughter then tried to get her to get an abortion denied it was his just i mean he's another hunter Biden without you know he's not always naked i mean he likes to pull it out but he's a real scummy human being they brought him back because he was just too valuable he's not even that good
1: yeah we talked about this yesterday he's not even that good on air i can't you find some other like reasonably attractive uh, a lawyer. lawyer to come on air and talk about this type of stuff?
0: I would think so. Lawyer, no TV lawyers are dime a dozen. What so? makes him so valuable? I don't know. I guess, you know, like everything else at CNN or MSNBC or NBC or ABC, he hated Trump with a passion. That was the only job requirement. So they bring him back, even though every time anybody sees him, they're laughing and mocking and ridiculing and belittling him. That's, that's his lot in life. He can continue to be on TV, but he might as well, you know, wear clown makeup. He's just a clown. This guy, Cuomo is their highest rated host. And that's not saying a lot, uh, but he was a primetime host of a primetime show, not some legal analyst. So will he be fired? I'm not sure. He might not be. They might just give it some time and let him come back slowly and make an apology. And and, and hope that people just kind of forget move on and then boom he shows up one day in uh, I don't know two three four months uh there's this assumption that he'll get fired because that's what a decent organization would do but couldn't he couldn't he face criminal charges though for aiding
1: and abetting depending on what uh, his brother gets uh, uh charged and and uh, convicted
0: for I don't know it sounds it sounds like a tough thing just on these on what we have now they're yeah. saying I got some info on her but maybe they just wanted to you know make their defense say we need to know about the accuser. We have a right to know about our accuser. so I don't think it's it's a criminal, but it does go to his credibility
1: actually sorry and- the other the other point too is there's a bunch of documents that haven't that are being still being released and combed right. through. So there could be some other stuff there too, and maybe CNN's waiting to see if there's
0: um- other things coming out right keep making, i want to make sure you can see my hands yeah, i don't sorry. want you wondering where they are well, like with, with jeffrey toobin Here, with my hands i know i'm an,
1: i know i'm exciting to look at but i, I would be yeah. not that
0: excited <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing i i think jeffrey Tubin had a porn on another screen Must that's have. my theory that he was you know couldn't wait but uh if you got jeffrey Tubin on there there's really no moral reason you can't have chris cuomo now I don't think even even though he's the highest rated guy, his ratings suck, and he's not that good, and he's not that valuable. It's not like a big, big star right. that you can't afford to lose. But your next guy, your ten o'clock guy, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Don Lemon's uh, in the middle of a lawsuit for sticking his hands down his pants and then rubbing them on some bartender's face. So you got issues. You got character problems on that network. So you don't need this creep, Chris Cuomo, who you know not only tried to destroy the women who were accusing his brother, but he lied about it. He covered it up. He did. Uh, in August, he lied about his role, and then that's why I guess they were forced to suspend him. Lots of people reveled in it, enjoyed it. I know I did because I just think he's a he's a rotten human being and like most of the people at CNN. But I tweeted this out um, at, I don't know, 7.30, when the whole thing was breaking. I said, I'm very excited for Tucker Carlson's take because Tucker has mocked him relentlessly for five years now. He calls him the CNN uh, weightlifting correspondent, plays all the video. Illiterate. Of, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to last night. So I'm thinking he's just going to tear him apart piece by piece, and it's going to be hilarious. And it was for a little bit. I I laughed out loud at that one. We could play talking about how amazing it is that an illiterate guy is hosting a news show who could barely speak the language. I mean, he just really rips him up. But then, then, uh, Carano, what does he do? He goes to that silly defense, that ridiculous defense that, oh, he was just helping out his brother, his family member, which you and I talked about yesterday. We could talk about it again. Cause it drives me nuts. Like, and, and I got a lot of blowback cause I literally, I tweeted out that. Tucker has never been uh, never disappointed me as much as he did last night, defending yeah. a guy because it's family and you do what you you can for family. Now, I don't think it's that complicated. What he did for family, what he did for his big bro was attack and attempt to discredit innocent women who Andrew Cuomo forced himself on innocent women. Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, the governor, harassed, molested uh. uh Forcibly touched—that's the charge. Forcible touching, same as the charge against Chris Cuomo, who grabbed his boss's or his executive producer's ass at a party, uh, as she, as she as she's written about it, and that's pretty well documented. But anyway, so you say you give him a pass, or even give him credit, which is what, what Tucker did, and lots of people did on Twitter. Jesse Kelly did it, and uh, uh, I, I I was keeping track of these people. Lots of people that I really like and respect were saying, Hey, you do what you can for your brother. And I'm going, what, what, again, what if he killed someone and asked you to help him bury a body? Would you say the same thing? I'm going to say, no, you would say, Oh no, but he didn't kill anyone. No, but he harassed women. And then he attempted to discredit them, destroy them. The old, from the old Clinton playbook, you know, we know he's guilty. We know he's scum but he's my brother. So we're going to help him by destroying innocent women. How in the hell by any definition, is that commendable? It's not admirable.
1: It's not. It shows like a lack of moral understanding. You can't use something non-objective like, um, are we're siblings as, as a moral standard, because therefore then you could help them get away with anything. No, there's a line in the sand. If the brother is doing criminal activity, you don't help them out.
0: And, and we talked about it. Yes. Like, like, um, whitey Bulger, uh, is obviously was one of the worst people that, that ever walked the earth. Just absolute evil, pure evil. He was on the lamb for years. What was the uh, 14 years? I believe his, uh, his brothers, including Billy Bulger, president of the Senate, president of UMass helped him stay on the lamb. I mean, Billy Bulger said it in front of a senator. I'm not going to help you catch my brother. And he took a phone call once upon a time. Obviously, he did it uh, secretly, went to some, uh, someone's house, took a call. He knew where his brother was. He didn't help bring him to justice, even though his brother murdered. He was charged with 19 murders, ultimately convicted on 11, including a couple of young women who he murdered, tortured, ripped their teeth out, buried them in shallow graves. So the guy helping him? A question for you, Tucker, and and for you, Jesse, and for all these people who've been uh, uh, coming at me. Is that commendable? Is that admirable that Billy Bulger and his other siblings and family members helped Whitey Bulger get away? Because, you know, they're brothers. They're family members. Um, are you supposed to just ignore the crimes ignore the carnage and just say he's my brother no
1: tucker should have said uh it's fine for chris to be emotional support and you know advise him and and help him through this process as he faces all this you know all all this stuff all this legal stuff but you can't help him do criminal activity that that's the that's the message tucker should have said i was i was surprised to hear that that he he came to his defense in that way it's really weird
0: and what makes, I, I know family, we all think it's a wonderful uh, virg, virtue and, and attribute if you, if you value family and help family. But what about friends? If you got a best friend, do you have a best friend, Karano? You do. Yes, you're a uh, quantum weak guy. No, you're good friends, right? Yeah. You, there's a lot you would do for him and a lot he would do for you. You're not brothers, but isn't friendship a, a valuable thing? Isn't friendship virtuous? Uh, uh, so w- you would do things for a sibling, like, you know, destroy the women who were trying to, uh, you know, who were accusing him of, of the things he did and that's gets a pass because you're brothers, but what if you were just good friends? That's, oh no, you can't do that. You can't do it for a friend. You have to have come out of the same birth canal. Then you can do you know, do things. You can cover up crimes. And Tucker Carlson and Jesse Kelly and others will give you a pass if you didn't come out of the same birth canal. If you were just close, dear friends, loyal friends, you can't do that, or you will, uh, you will face the wrath of everybody because you're aiding and abetting a a really bad guy or a criminal or a crime. Just bizarre that the idea that you're related. Gives you a pass yeah you can't help ends.
1: you can't help your sibling hurt other people that's morally wrong and tucker should know that tucker should know better than what he was yeah, i was I,
0: I gotta be honest i was stunned i'm yeah. sitting there going, wait and i'm with you i'm laughing at him mocking him calling him a muscle head and, a, and a, an illiterate and then he goes to uh you know he, this was commendable and he points out that other people at cnn would never do this 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 admirable thing i'm going what yeah so so and then he attacks Brian Stelt learn him all for that and attacking all the you know, Don Lemon but w- what Chris Cuomo did is not admirable it's no. not commendable it's not righteous it's it, it's disgusting it, and and if you don't believe me ask you know the dozen women the, you know and the 25 year old girl Lindsay Boylan and the other victims ask them if they think you know family values played a played a role here and and so if you're Tucker, if one of these, you blame the other Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo aides, including Melissa DeRosa and these other people, you blame them, obviously, for, for uh, qu- uh, coordinating helping, yeah. with Cuomo, right. helping Aiden in the but you don't blame Chris because he's got the same family and same mother? I mean, it's just bizarre. The logic escapes me, especially from people who I normally trust, as you know, I you know beyond trust, I, I love when Tucker does these, these rants against uh, people like Cuomo. He just lost me last night. We will play that, and we'll get to a lot more. It was day one on the tr- two trials, yeah. and I know they're not going to be on TV, but God, why not? Why can't we see this? Both trials that Gislaine, Gillane, Maxwell, and Jesse Smollett both started kind of uh, roughly for the uh, defendant, I don't see either of those people getting off. We'll give you some of the details on how those two <laughs> things didn't start off so well for those two uh, defendants. Um, Joe Biden reiterated, and I, I love when people you know look back whimsically on things they've done in the past. I mean, I used to be a, a gas station attendant for years, and I've got stories mm. about that. I'm sure you've had some pretty uh, menial jobs in your past. Yes, and you look back- I
1: delivered pizza. I did all sorts of stuff,
0: yeah. Yeah. And you kind of look back fondly, even though it sucked. You look back and you say, you know, I'm glad I did it. I worked hard. Well, Biden was again, Joe Biden was again looking back fondly on his days as a 18-wheeler driver, a tractor-trailer driver. A trucker. You know, that's. I mean, he didn't actually do it, but it's nice that he looked back <clears throat> fondly on it. We have a bizarre, a couple of bizarre orders from uh, our authoritarian leaders, um, Carano one would be from Joe Biden, no surprise. One would be from Charlie Baker, in in Massachusetts. These people, they're not paying attention to the, to the, you know, to the news. They're not paying attention to the to the to the reaction of the general public to these to these overreactions of them of the authoritarian government of the tyrants. The Bi- the Biden one, the the uh, the quarantine rule that he's going to implement apparently. He's bizarre. You're gonna to have to explain that to me. I am now officially. I told you yesterday. I kind of support. I kind of like Brian Kelly, the new LSU coach, because he's, yeah. you know, like my age. He lives around here. He came from here. He's just a regular schlub who went to went grew up in Everett. Went to. He is such a dick. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe. <laughs> I, I mean, it. I'm gonna enjoy being like most people, rooting against him, going forward. A but uh, speaking of uh, strange rants. Jim Kramer, never a big Jim Kramer fan. I know he's a big liberal, don't really like Jim Kramer, but he has a solution for all these people who won't get vaccinated. Have the military kick in their doors, hold them down, and give them a jab. That's Jim Kramer's idea. We can play you some of that and a lot more in today's Callahan Show brought to you by DCU. Whether you're looking, whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or you're looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs, and more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that can make it such a difficult and confusing process they will bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs to apply today at dcu.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 466914, insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, it was... Um, I don't know what it was like. Seven thirty when this Cuomo—maybe it was a little before that, about seven. This Cuomo story breaks, hits the fan. It's big news and cable news, big news everywhere. Yeah. Um, But uh, I got you know unnaturally excited about Tucker's reaction. (laughs) Not as excited as
1: Tubin in a Zoom call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Believe me, I was thinking. I I was thinking of all those you know analogies. Yes. Because uh, because that's what I do. I get excited, and I know when Tucker is really. Feeling mean and sarcastic and acerbic. That's the best Tucker. And I thought he would just take this muscle head apart. And he did. I'm with you for about five minutes. He was mocking him, showing those videos of him lifting weights. Is there a bigger A-hole, hard O move than videotaping yourself lifting and then making a muscle? I, I think when college, or not college, you know, professional football players, you know, wide receivers, score running backs, and they do the muscle thing. Yeah. I think that's a dick move. I mean, I think that's like, I mean, you're just showing it. Like, it just just celebrate. Don't make your muscle. You just making a muscle like this. You look like a, a total idiot.
1: Well, I don't know about athletes. I kind of like that. I like the taunting, uh, but uh, I, but not from I, your newscast.
0: I'm not, I'm not a, you know, taunting just, I mean, it makes it all about you. It should be about you and your teammates. But anyway, anyway, this is a grown man, a 50-year-old man, like 49-year-old man who posts video of not only lifting in the gym, but flexing in the mirror. And then he has, as we've seen, he has weights at work. So lifting he's in front in the of the office. computer. He's dressed for the show, to do yes. show. He's in front of the computer and he's got the, uh, the dumbbells like this. And he's just like, I mean, that to me-
1: Wouldn't you get sweaty? You Why do you want to get sweaty before you go on TV? For-
0: and then, then the biggest hard on move of all time is when he pretended to be quarantined because he had yes, COVID. Yes. And he pretended he was stuck in his basement for two weeks. He did a show from his basement. And then he says, oh, it's the big moment. You know, the quarantine's over. When we know he didn't quarantine, there were reports of him <clears throat> at, uh, out on, Long, out on uh, the Hamptons. <clears> he <throat> got in a fight with a guy, a fat yes. tire biker guy the guy was berating him for not wearing a mask and not quarantining. right so we know he didn't quarantine there was another shot of him like he was in a uh, marina and he had a cigar going no mask so we know it was all a ruse he didn't actually quarantine but then he comes out of his cellar oh it's the big moment The camera's there and he and he goes oh i'm a little sweaty just worked out it happened you know just worked out i mean if you have to brag or show people you worked out. What's the point? Isn't it to show? Isn't it to be in good shape and have them just naturally see
1: well, you look good yeah, on TV? Yes. Yeah, you look
0: good. I mean, without saying, oh, that's why he's in the weight room all day. Anyway, he's just a douche, and, and he, we know it. And Pecker knows it, and he mocked him. And uh, I don't know if you want to play any of that. Yeah. Or you wanted- just want to. We could just get to the the ridiculous. Uh, uh, argument that uh, what he did for his brothers, okay, because they're brothers.
1: Can we do both? Because I, I like, here, I'll, I'll play that that first cut of it. It's pretty funny. All
2: right, let's, so, let's hear it. It is right, good. It is. For us here at Fox, it feels like the end of something. Like most Americans, we never actually watched the Chris Cuomo show, assuming that was his name. But over the years, we saw his f- clips and they transfixed us. Very often as a public service, but also because honestly, we could not help ourselves, we brought them to you. How we wondered... Did a man who could barely speak English wind up with a paying job on television? Was it some kind of weird affirmative action program for the illiterate? We never figured it out. But it was remarkable to see it. Sentence after badly mangled sentence. A bouillabaisse of incomprehensible grammar. You couldn't understand any of it. It was a kind of performance art. A communicator wholly unable to communicate. And then there was the weightlifting. There's nothing wrong with lifting weights or keeping in shape, obviously but there was always something very wrong with the videos that Chris Cuomo had shot of himself and then put on the internet. Imagine wanting other people to see this. That's uh, so funny. He, he's
0: so right. You know, you want to hear the problem with the business and we used to do this, you know, when I was on the radio with, with Minahan and Minahan, I will, you know, give him the credit. He kind of led the, led the effort to turn the, you know, to turn the, the lights inward, you yes. know, instead of trying to get on other, you know, let's talk, talk, let's talk about us in the business, what we do, who we are and the competition. There were many program directors in my career who would say, do not mention, you know, do not mention. We would, uh, you know, going against whoever you're going against Howard Stern for, for years. And then, uh, toucher and richer, uh, you know, don't mention the people on that other station, and you'd be like, why not? Oh, you oh, don't my. want people drawing attention to them. It, it just always seems stupid. And we would do it sometimes. But then when Minahan came board, we did it. You know, we, we cranked it up to, to another level and would always you know, talk about the competition or the other people on the station and piss people off. But the listeners obviously loved it. Tucker yes. does that. He doesn't hesitate to, I mean, he he does it constantly. So does uh like Greg Gutfeld. He'll do a whole thing. He did a great monologue on Chris Cuomo, mocking the hell out of him last night. And the idea that you shouldn't do that for some reason, either because there's some honor among, you know, uh, cable news hosts, or because you don't want to draw attention to your competition, is absurd. There's not a single viewer of Tucker Carlson or Greg Gutfeld who didn't love what they did last night. Of course. Now, I just read this. I didn't know it, but MSNBC didn't mention it. They, I mean, they, they mentioned it, didn't talk about it. I think they spent 30 seconds last night on the Cuomo news. Now they're direct competitors. There's not, I don't think Chris Cuomo and Tucker or Hannity are really competitive. You know, obviously no, Chris Cuomo is a liberal, yeah. but CNN, MSNBC, they are, they are carving up the same pie you wouldn't revel in the downfall of your competition knowing that's what your viewers want. Why not? They
1: should be destroyed. I mean,
0: and and I know how this works. The probably a program director, whatever the director who says, you know, let's not do that. Let's just stick to the news. That's not what people want. Uh, Baloney. They want that, that, that element. They want that infighting. They like that drama. And Tucker knows it and his numbers reflect it. And Gutfeld does too. They numbers show that that's what people want and people for some reason in the business are still reluctant to do it. I love that part. Then Tucker completely loses me like never before when he somehow excuses what Chris Cuomo did. And I'm not sure to be honest with you, Tucker knows exactly what he did. I don't know if he knows that line of, I got this, I got some stuff on the wedding girl, Mm. you know, where he, Literally talks about, and he literally talks about using his connections from work to find out stuff on the accusers. That, by any definition, is despicable. (laughs) There's no defending that, but uh, somehow Tucker finds a way. Let's listen to Tucker uh, defend, actually defend Fredo Cuomo. And that's what you do with brothers, even the loathsome ones.
2: You help them when they need it, period. It's called loyalty. At CNN, as at the rest of the media, this is an alien concept. Is there a single person at CNN or any other left-wing network who would risk his job to help his own brother? No. Above all these people are careerists, ruthless careerists. They would betray anyone. So the other part
1: that I don't understand is- but he was getting helped and covered up by his coworkers at CNN. It wasn't his That's brother, right. but like but people at CNN were doing that for each other. Right. Not not family. So why was that not okay but doing it for your brother is okay?
0: Well, it's uh, for them I think it was biased by omission. They would not cover it, they would not talk about it. I mean, sure. they would they they barely touched this nursing home scandal. I mean, all Cuomo did was kill 15,000 senior citizens. Not like it was a big deal. It is amazing when you think about Cuomo goes down, Andrew, for forcibly kissing you know, his underlings or grabbing their ass, which is disgusting, and he should. He should be criminally charged. But before that, before that, he sent 15,000 New York senior citizens to their deaths with that executive order, putting them in nursing homes with coronavirus, positive patients. We certainly covered this, then covered it up, lied about it. As I said at the time, I can't think of a bigger scandal in American political history until, of course, we found out Dr. Fauci was financing the lab where they created the virus. A lot of stuff happened you, this year. <laughs> when you think about it, you I mean you could tell me all about whatever uh, you know—Watergate or Contra, Iran Contra—you name it—or or, uh, Obama sicking the the IRS on his enemies, Fast and Furious. Lots of scandals in my lifetime. I don't think any of them resulted in the deaths of 15,000 innocent senior citizens. And then, and then you have a cover-up. So it's hard to have a worse scandal than that. But I guess, you know, trying to stick your tongue down the throat of a, of one of your assistants is worse because that's what cost them the job. Um, I don't like this. I don't, this, this gives me an uneasy feeling like I'm missing something that you defend the guy who tried to destroy the women who was accusing your brother. And your enemy says, "I understand that's admirable." I just, I just I'm telling. Well, maybe i maybe I'm just not that much of a family guy, but I can't. I would think just the opposite. If you had the the integrity to turn in your brother who was murdering people, that or you see occasionally in the it'll be a city, inner city story like a mother will turn in her gangbanger son like in Chicago because he killed some kid. And I'll say that is, that mother has real integrity. That's, she's not covering up the crime. She knows there's a limit to the family loyalty. Like with Bulger, Bulger's Billy Bulger is a dirtbag. Yes, because he covered up the crimes of his evil brother. That's not commendable. As I said yesterday, Ted Kaczynski's brother turned him in. That's how they got the Unabomber. Right. Was that, was he being disloyal? Tucker, was he being disloyal? Cause he turned in his brother who murdered people. I mean i there there just are limits to that to that line of defense like oh he's my brother he asked for help
1: yeah again. integrity integrity is more important to me than than bloodlines uh and it's you would you would hope someone like tucker would feel the same way um but goes to show you that no one's perfect on either side people have bad it's opinions a bl- and-
0: it's a blind spot and again i don't think you think of the crime like i ask people if you want to defend billy bulger and I got a lot of these tweets saying, oh, it's family. You do what you have to do. Do you know what he did? I mean, he didn't, again, you know, Whitey Bulger didn't, whatever, cheat in his taxes. He murdered women. and ripped their teeth out, buried their bodies, and tortured people. You you, you think brotherly uh, bloodline? Trump's, you know, doing the right thing? It's just insane. But anyway, anyway, we, gotta go. we got a lot to get to. I want to do this because I like when we catch media people, when we catch alleged reporters being completely in the tank, we know obviously that most of the mainstream media is biased, they're corrupt, they're liars. They will do what they can to help their team, their ideologues, they do whatever they can to help the Biden regime in this case. They did. They went completely invested in defeating Donald Trump. They won and and now they're enjoying it. But part of the Cuomo scandal was how much they reached out to other media members other people in the media not just chris but other people at cnn they were spinning the story for andrew they were trying to destroy the women andrew molested but also they were just trying to get to people in the media to tell their story tell Sir, their side of the and, story and do just, it like. yeah
1: reframe our our, our perception yeah. of what cuomo was yes
0: so there's this uh, woman i don't see a lot of her katie Tour. right I, I i learned from Howie Ka that she used to be Keith Olbermann's girlfriend, I didn't know that, oh. but she's got, now her husband, her boyfriend's a media guy, and she's just a typical left-wing hack TV reporter with MSNBC. Well, they, um, it was uh, Liz, is it Liz Smith, I believe, um, who was Cuomo's aide, reached out to Katie Turr with their side of the story, with with Cuomo's defense. And she was—we learned from emails—she was amazed and pleased that Katie. And she said it. I get the exact word. And Katie Tour um, carried their water or carried out their spin, their side word for word. She said, "Now you tell me." Katie Tour has to show up at work, and I don't know when she works or what she does exactly, but she has to show up at work now. And I guess her colleagues are mostly in the tank as well but people there know that she's just a uh you know just an a a, a, pre- a, a political operative they know she's just a, a fraud with a with a press pass who's there to serve her friends on the left now because it's it's been revealed in these emails that she carried out the wishes of her friends in the cuomo camp verbatim that's the word let me get the uh yeah, Liz Smith is the assistant for uh, um, for Cuomo. He used to work for uh, Pete Buttigieg, and she re- she texts Katie Tour, and then she watches Katie Tour, and she said, "Katie is saying my spin live, like <laughs> verbatim, <laughs> verbatim,
1: like unbelievably." That's- is that is is what's missing yeah. from that quote? Unbelievably, she's doing this. Oh, right, right,
0: unbelievable. That's true. Uh, <laughs> do you have uh, the sound? Yeah, Not you Here's his people saw this and probably thought nothing of it. Well, now you have to know where Katie Tour got this. She got it from Cuomo's aide, and she did it exactly as the aide wanted her to.
1: I've just been talking to somebody who is close to the family and I asked them you know given the moment that we have been living in for the past two years given um, how everyone has had a reckoning with this me too moment why would somebody like like Governor Andrew Cuomo who is a savvy politician not have buttoned things up not have gotten the message uh, to to be careful about what he said around his staffers around others and the person said it's not that he didn't think the rules did not apply to him it's just that's in the cuomo dna they are extraordinarily friendly um i guess by nature
0: <laughs> can you can you imagine defending a predator a guy who is accused again of just grabbing anything that moved of grabbing young girls asses and trying to kiss them and pinning him against the wall and, and saying He's just extraordinarily friendly.
1: No, and no, and you know how sick that is too, because you're taking a violent act and calling like, it a social act by taking like a someone touching someone who does not want to be touched is a violent act, and you're calling it friendly. That's the spin. It's sick.
0: And and I think of this. I think of you know my daughter's a young woman, and she works with people. And if there was some pig like Andrew Cuomo who was forty years older friendly. than some of his victims, forty, and probably had bad breath and cologne smelled of some cheap cologne and he's like shutting the office door and saying well would you like to you know fool around and you go oh my god what a pig uh, i saw the uh, deposition of that linda Bo- uh lindsey boylan and she got very emotional and yeah. she was crying at the questions And she's saying they took a tweet where she said she was very proud to work for the governor and they flipped it around made it seem like she was uh, you know, not all that shaken up by the, by the actions of the governor. And she starts crying, saying, this was the ultimate job for me. I'm working for the governor and I'm bragging. And of course I'm proud of it. What are you making it seem like I'm like that he wasn't acting inappropriate because I was proud to work for the governor of New York. I mean, and she was very upset. I don't blame her. This was the, you want to talk about family, Tucker? And uh, this is someone's daughter. You know, this is someone's sister, someone's friend. It's not a play thing. For this pig of a governor and his pig brother, I mean, there, there are real victims here. There are real victims, and you could see it. The one she was all emotional. She was a mess because she had to tell the truth about when what went on in the Cuomo office, while at the same time, turning on her TV or reading the newspaper about what a great man he is and yep. what a great leader he is. And I mean, it's sickening that these people all looked the other way and carried his water. And it's a great thing when they guys like this get exposed, but, uh, it, you know what, there was a lot of exposing, uh, enough with, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Tubin. Yes. There was a lot of exposing going on yesterday, including in the Smollett and the, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell trials. We will get to that. We'll get to the insane new edict that is uh, expected to come down from, uh, Joe Biden any minute now. I need you to I need you to explain this to me. I'm I'm struggling with this one. I'm I'm struggling with this one. But Biden, the Biden team is gonna come down with an order. And uh, you thought you thought those things only happened like over in Australia, those crazy quarantines and special police arresting. They're coming this way. They're yeah. coming this way, thanks to a Sleepy Joe. We'll get to that in a lot more. But first, let me tell you about uh, Omaha steaks. Um, I, I, I can't tell how much I love this. I don't think I've ever read a spot where my heart is in it quite like Omaha steaks. Because I have, uh, I've had, I had the perfect gift this summer. It lasted me a while, as I pointed out. I was like pulling out. It was like a surprise every day. I'd pull out of the box a, a bacon wrap fillet, or pull out a uh, like a, a another kind of steak or a burger. The burgers are great, and I'd grill it up. and I just, I got so much. Enjoyment out of that gift. And uh, you could do that for someone you love. Someone do that for your father, your brother. Get them the Omaha Steaks Perfect gift, which includes bacon wrap fillets, boneless chicken breasts, Omaha Steak Burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, the best hot dog I've ever eaten, individual scalloped potatoes, caramel apple tartlets, signature seasoning, and free, if you order this package, free, eight Omaha Steak Burgers. This is a, a, a gift you can get someone and they is guaranteed 100% guaranteed to love it. Christmas is just around the corner. This will be perfect. Omaha makes it easy to send family and friends an unforgettable gift. Unforgettable gift they're guaranteed to love. All you got to do is go to omahastakes.com and enter g, is this Jerry I have to almost uh, g e r r y correct? Yep, that's right. Enter g e r r y into the search bar to order the perfect Gift package for 99 You got 24 entries of the world famous bacon wrapped burgers, chicken breast, sides, desserts, and much, much more. All you gotta do is use the code word Jerry, and you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. You've heard all the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers, and they are great burgers. When entering the code word Jerry, achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks, incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. Omaha Steaks.com, keyword Jerry, G E R R tell you, let's talk about Hone Health. Hone Health, H O N E, health. Hone is a comprehensive hormone optimization clinic that helps men get back their energy, their focus their libido and their muscle mass by addressing low testosterone. Hone offers at home biomarker testing, in-depth physician, uh, video consults and FDA approved medication delivered straight to your door. Since it launched in 2020, Hone has helped thousands of men. You got no energy to make it through the day. you are having a hard time putting on muscle. Your libido is not what it used to be. Your hormones could be to blame. Did you know testosterone levels have decreased substantially over generations? Our father's generation had testosterone levels 20% higher than ours today. The thing is, it's not your fault. There are many factors, such such as environmental changes that are affecting our generation today. 30 million men in the U.S. have low testosterone that's affecting their daily lives. Testosterone is more than just a sex hormone. It affects all those things I mentioned. Your energy, your muscle mass, your focus, even your mood. Hone helps, men testing and treatment for low testosterone from the comfort of your home. It's easy. You collect the sample, you mail it in. Once the results are in, you get a video chat with a real doctor. The doctor will recommend a personalized treatment, treatment plan based on your biomarkers and symptoms. Treatment includes FDA approved medication delivered straight to your door. I'm not a medical expert. Hone Health is. They'll be there with you every step of the way. Order Hone's easy to use at-home assessment today. To learn your testosterone levels for a limited time, our listeners can get at-home testing and a doctor consult for just 45 bucks. Go to HoneHealth.com slash Callahan to take advantage of this. That's HoneHealth.com slash Callahan to get in-home testing and a doctor consultation for just 45 bucks. All right, before we get to the uh, crazy new edict, The decree coming down from Sleepy Joe, from Dementia Joe. I just want to give you my quick recap of the trials because I read up on these things. I follow the news. I hate those drawings from the courtroom. (laughs) Isn't it bizarre? I understand that people are against, some people are against courtroom, uh, cameras in the courtroom. I've heard the arguments. But a still photo? You can't have a still photo? We still have these stupid drawings in the year 2021? How silly. Just take a picture, a couple of pictures. You don't get the juror, obviously. And you and you just give it to the whatever, the news, uh, the wire service. AP sends it out. Everyone gets a look at the people, the, the lawyers, the judges, whatever, the people in the courtroom. Anyway, the, the Maxwell trial really makes you worry because they're already, they've already mentioned on day one, Donald Trump, yep. Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, yep. uh, George Mitchell. They're going to get, they're going to mention lots of celebrities. This was just from the pilot, the personal pilot who, you know, uh, talk about taking care of a guy. He gave him like cars, the use of any of the cars he had, like li- like uh, Maseratis and Jaguars. He gave him 40 acres of his land in New Mexico to build a house. The guy, the pilot's kid daughter, I think, got married. They had it at the ranch in New Mexico where I guess that weekend they didn't rape any kids. Usually they're busy raping kids. So they didn't rape any kids. They just had a wedding. That was nice. But the pilot is friendly to, uh, Maxwell and, uh, and Epstein, but it didn't matter. He just named, oh yeah, we had Clinton on the, we, oh, I didn't see, you know, I didn't see any of the sex with the kids, but he flew children with these people, with Bill Clinton and George Mitchell and Prince Andrew. And that's just day one, Ghislaine, Ghislaine, according. And they had this 14 year old girl, Jane, who was raped by Epstein. She'd never, she said she'd never seen a penis before. And she talked about how they, they recruited her at summer camp. And tell me if this doesn't sound familiar. Her father had just died. It's just like the priests. They yeah. waited. They, if they knew a kid lost his father, they moved in for the kill. So they brought it to the uh, to the mansion in Palm Beach and told her they'd pay for education. And then next thing she knows, Epstein is doing a tubing right on her. Yeah. She's 14. Yeah. And Jelaine was in the room, according to Jane. Jelaine, Jelaine participated in some of the sex acts. Jelaine Maxwell is in big, big trouble. Unless, of course, the fix is in. There's a lot of big conspiracy theories out there because James Comey's daughter is the prosecutor, and and there's been no cameras, no media, and we're wondering, you know, how this thing will get buried, or where they keep doing this. I don't know, but it's not going well for Jelaine, Jelaine neither is it going well for jesse smollett which is understandable because he's guilty as hell but on day one this is hilarious they talked about him doing a dry run an audition you know he's an actor he won an audition gotta be perfect the two nigerian brothers he took them to the spot he wanted them to mug him and i don't think jesse was aware of this it was all on camera so Jesse Smollett's defense is that he was legit sticking to his guns, I guess, legit mugged by MAGA guys, right? Nobody believes that except I think Kamala Harris is still believe it. But anyway, they whip out on day one video that shows him auditioning, uh, rehearsing the act with the two brothers. Don't you just say at that point, okay, you got me. Is, is just that right? you know, let's, let's, let's make this, a deal. Let's just wrap this up. I got, well, and I got to go to lunch or something. I mean, I know, you know he, I guess, wasn't offered a good enough deal to cop a plea. But is the deal still on the table? Because Jesse's getting his ass kicked, well, and we're one day. But in.
1: how does his defense attorney not have that tape too? Like, hey, Jesse, we just want to want you to know this might affect whether you take a plea or not. But we've got <laughs> I, this video. Are you practicing
0: no, it? <laughs> I, I I will read up. I'll read more because it seems Crazy. bizarre that any lawyer. Uh, I mean, why would you want to fight this? You don't have a chance. nobody everybody knows
1: and it you're was a gone liar. it had gone away basically like just take a deal don't go back to court you know just don't don't have, but now the now it's going to be back in the media people are going to be making fun of you again you're not going to get another and job it, it's
0: not like anybody believes you we no. all know you're lying we all knew from day 1 except for Kamala Harris and Joe Biden everyone knew on day 1 that you were lying about this it was a hoax you wanted publicity you were trying to get a raise from the tv studio or trying to you know, raise your profile so you get caught. Just pay the price, you you sleazeball. I'm sleazeball. I mean, you're going to continue to stick to your guns in this silly story, which nobody believed from the beginning. And again, we'll ask this yesterday. If the roles were reversed, if this were a white guy saying, do BLM guys beat me up and stole my sandwich or, or put a noose around my neck, you'd be laughed out of court. You'd be going to jail. It's just somehow we cut this guy some slack for whatever reason because – you know, he I don't know did he mean well? Whatever. Oh, because we hate those bagger guys anyway. But hopefully that trial will will continue to go uh, this way and Smollett will continue to be a a laughing stock, which is what he is. I would have been telling you about Shea Concrete for a long, long time. Today we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law Greg. Hey Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating, engineers, all kinds. Do you need (laughs) any podcasters? know, we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh... What's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? A bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to SheaConcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. we got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at SheaConcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat and You're we'll give them a hat. hats. Yep. All right. Sounds good. ShakeConcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas <laughs> and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. All right. Let's get to my, uh, my question for you yeah. yesterday. Yeah. I just read about this this morning because I'm struggling with it. Uh, let me get it up on the screen. Um, Joe Biden is proposing, um, I can read it, well, what do I got here? I got the Daily Mail. The, da- the Biden administration is considering whether to force all travelers returning to the U.S. to quarantine for seven days to curb the spread of the potentially da- dangerous Omicron variant <laughs> and may fine those who refuse. Federal, uh, three federal health officials told The Washington Post Travelers would not be able to forgo the potential quarantine mandate, even with a negative COVID test or a full vaccination and booster. Okay. This is the proposal. And, you know, let's face it. These guys, all they care about is control. They want control, and this would provide more control. So we know the Omicron variant is not deadly. It's, I mean, the the woman that found it, as we played her sound yesterday, said it's mild it's barely a cold people don't even know they have it um it's not putting people in the hospital it's not killing people so it hasn't come here yet it will come here it'll give people the sniffles anyway what's the logic behind making people who, again you go to i'm i'm going i'm hopefully going somewhere nice this winter big uh, big anniversary the little lady wants me to Whoa, take her away somewhere mean? warm what do you, what do you so mean
1: by I, big like how, how long
0: How how long? It's a big one. It's a big one. Um, I don't want to get sidetracked. we got a lot (laughs) to get to. Uh, Not enough time to get to it. Um, So you go to Aruba or you go to whatever, Yeah. uh, you know, Mexico, Cancun. You come back, you're double vaccinated, booster. You take a test, you're negative. That doesn't matter. You have to quarantine, which means what? You have to go home and stay in a room?
1: Seven days, I think. For a week. I think so. Yeah.
0: You've already taken a week off if you're working or in school. You don't get another week. I mean, maybe you can work remotely without a problem, but you have to work remotely even though you're vaccinated and you're uh, tested negative. And they require a test like the first day. So you're clearly negative and you're clearly vaccinated. And the Biden regime wants you to stay home for a week no matter what. Honest to God, we've asked this for a year and a half, two years now. What sense does this make? They what, do these these measures, these moves, and you say, how does that help public health? What you is know, the why point,
1: does, what, what's the point of vaccines? Are you telling us that vaccines don't work and testing doesn't work? Because if we don't believe the vaccine or the test, um, then we would quarantine you, right? So well, I don't understand the logic here. It's like, and and
0: I, I don't know if you saw that video from uh, Australia where they are stopping cars, they have checkpoints like drunk driving checkpoints to check, you know, your status because a bunch of people escaped from their, uh, their concentration camp for, you know, positive COVID people, they, they escaped. And I believe they got, when they got caught, they tested them and they were negative and they weren't, they didn't have COVID, but they had to stay in this camp for whatever, a certain amount of time, because that was the order. So you're going to have chaos in this country when you think about it. Lots of people leave the country. They, some people go on business to Canada, Meg, you know, England, go whatever. Lots of people go on vacation. They visit friends. They come back, and they're going to be ordered for no good reason to stay home. And if they leave, they're breaking the law. And if they're breaking the law, there'll be some kind of Stasi assigned to get them. And then what? bring them to jail?
1: I mean there's no way they can enforce this on everybody that can travel. We don't have we don't have the police force in the United States to be able to 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 go door to door to make sure. They're hoping for voluntary for people who will just do it voluntarily and a lot of people are and have been they they uh they don't mind being bossed around and uh they're not they're not looking into the logic no. of the situation, but what they, they can use this is against their political enemies. So they can they, you know, if they've got a political enemy and they want to put the full force of the, the government on you, they can, and this is just another way they can do it.
0: It just seems amazing because, A, it's unnecessary. B, it's unenforceable, as you point out. It
1: doesn't make logical, logical
0: sense. C, it's unpopular. So no one's, I mean, I realize, again, there's these crazy fanatical mask people and vaccine people. We, uh, we mentioned Jim Cramer, that lunatic wants the military lunatic. to enforce a vaccine mandate. So you want the military to go door to door, and if someone's not vaccinated, to force a vaccine on them.
1: He's dumb anyway. Your military can't operate on U.S. soil. That's not how that works. Uh, but, but yeah, well, he, I mean, he wants. You to, could he, declare martial law. You, you, you could,
0: you could you, use the national guard. Use
1: the national <laughs> guard. That's a, that's a different argument. But yeah, that's exactly what he wants. Is he he wants he wants violent enforcement of putting <laughs> vaccines in your body. Um, but at the same token, they're they're admitting that it doesn't work. Then, if they want you to quarantine, so which one is it?
0: and I know and every time you hear something like this you say this is more anti vax rhetoric these people are you know they profess to be totally pro vax but then they don't play the effectiveness of the vax so your vax your double vax you got your booster not enough it's just bizarre and i guess we should be done trying to figure out why the biden regime is doing things because everything they've done so many things that are just destructive that are they're pointless just to, to just to to show their control, flex their muscles. I, I I think this would also be you'd be asking neighbors to rat out neighbors. I right? think so. Say, yeah, there'll probably be a hotline. First, yeah, there'll be hotlines. I'm supposed to people. I don't know. You work with you live near not not your family member because you would never rat out a family never member because of you know blood. But you would call if some neighbor you hate and say, uh, excuse me, I just saw him go to the liquor store. He's supposed to be quarantining." That's what they do in Australia. And then there'd be a knock at your door and you'd say, did you just go to that liquor store? We checked with them. You just bought, you know, come with us. Is that where we're heading yeah, towards? So it it, seems, they
1: talk about it fines. seems
0: surreal, but that's how I interpret this. And we've seen, I mean, hell, it was two weeks, three weeks to slow, slow the spread two years ago. So you tell me where these authoritarians like Fauci, like Biden, where they will draw the line. We don't know, we, don't, we haven't seen it. We're nowhere close to it. Yeah, pretty ugly to see right now. It is frightening to see. All right, we don't have time to get into the Baker. Uh, all I know is the alleged Republican governor was talking about Q codes, what do I call The uh, uh, QR codes,
1: bar, yeah, QR codes. QR
0: codes to prove your vaccine status. <laughs> it's just so insane. These people, they, they don't know like where they are. This is America, we have freedom, we have liberty. We're not supposed to have the government... With, the government's not to have this kind of control. Ooh.
1: Uh, oh, sorry, breaking news on uh, Charlie Baker uh, from our good friend uh, ALU in the chat here. Uh, looks like Charlie Baker is not going to seek uh, re-election to a third term as Massachusetts governor. Breaking news. Oh, yeah,
0: I see it. Uh, good, because he would, uh, he would lose in the primary to Jeff Deal because Republicans hate him. Yeah. I mean, he's not a Republican. Uh, it's it good news. The, the bad news for Charlie is everyone, you know, can't stand you. The good news is Linda is still on your corner. The Boston Globe will blow you another kiss. Charlie, you fraud, you absolute fraud. It's one thing to be a rhino. It's another thing to completely bail. I mean, he has an R next to his name, and he called Trump, you know, racist, xenophobe. Yeah. Trump had the travel ban. Biden does the exact same thing. Worse, Biden singles uh, singles out eight countries, predominantly countries of people of color, and says, we're going to ban that for traveling. And Charlie Baker says, oh, that's good. That's it's, a good job. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's a total, he's beyond a rhino. He's a Democrat. And I can't imagine anybody voting for him. Anybody. He destroyed small businesses. He shut down schools. I mean, he put people, he, he, we had the highest unemployment rate. We had one of the highest COVID death rates. He put a a, a buddy, a crony in charge of the uh, the veterans home, uh, killing almost 80 Veterans. I mean, it was just corruption, ineptitude. I mean, it just turned out to be a big, a total fraud, a a total rhino. I wish him the worst, and I do not. I'm not surprised that he's not running again. I'm sure we'll 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 have a real Democrat. So what's the difference? Have a real Democrat as opposed to this fake Democrat. So uh, good luck to Charlie, and uh, good luck to Brian Kelly, coach of Notre Dame, who went to LSU at the age of 60 for the money, which is fine. Go for it. Good luck to you. He went back to Notre Dame to say to his players, he gave them two minutes. At 7 a.m., they gathered. He talked for two minutes, took no question, walked out of the room. That, I'm sorry, that's the definition of an a-hole. So so I don't care who they're playing. I'm rooting against LSU. I'm rooting against the Boston guy, Uh, you know, the the whatever, Irish Catholic Boston guy because he turned out to be a total dick. And there's a great story, by the way. I don't have time for it, but. Two of his assistant coaches uh, were Robert Sala, the Green Bay Packers coach, and LaFleur, uh, I mean, the Sala, the Jets coach. Right. Uh, LaFleur, the Packers coach, were grad assistants for him at Central Michigan. He had a Christmas party. He invited them. When they got there, he said, oh, you're not coming to the party. You're going to park cars and shovel snow and then clean up afterwards. They both hate him. They said he's just a bad person. So that's all you need to know about Brian Kelly. And we will leave it there, Carano. Thank you to everyone for watching, for listening, to commenting. Thanks to you, Carano. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow.